0: Hey everyone! Happy Easter! This is the First Press Podcast for kids, and I'm Miss Beth. You might have noticed that I just said Happy Easter, and you might have thought that was strange, or maybe that you were listening to the wrong podcast, because Easter Sunday was last week. But here's something you might not know. In the church, Easter isn't just one day. It's a whole season of time, and it lasts seven weeks. Seven weeks! To celebrate Jesus' resurrection. So, happy Easter! Now, I have a story and some questions and an activity again for you this week. Usually, I tell a story from our Sunday school lessons, but this week I decided to tell a different one, just because. So, gather everyone together and listen to one of God's stories. This week's story is from the Gospel of John, chapter 21. Our story begins in Galilee, near the sea, about a week after Jesus was resurrected. Jesus' disciples had returned to their homes up north in Galilee, away from Jerusalem. And now, some of them were hanging out together on the shore of the sea. Peter was there, and James and John, and Thomas and Nathaniel were there too, and two other disciples, and we don't know which two because the Bible doesn't give us their names. But they were there with Peter and the others. The sun was going down and the water was calm. It reminded Peter of his days as a fisherman before he met Jesus. Suddenly, Peter said to the others, I'm going fishing. The other disciples might have been surprised, but they didn't hesitate. They all said, we'll go with you. So they all got in a boat and they sailed out onto the Sea of Galilee. They fished all night. Did you know that nighttime is the best time to fish? They fished all night, but they didn't catch anything. And when the sun rose in the morning, while the disciples were still out on the sea in the boat, a man appeared walking along the beach. He stopped and he called out to them, "'Friends, have you caught anything? Do you have any fish?' "'No,' they answered. The man called out again, "'Well, throw your net on the other side of the boat, the right side, instead of the left.' You'll find some fish there. Now, I'm sure the disciples wondered what difference it would make if they tossed the net from the right side of the boat or the left side. Surely the fish wouldn't know the difference. But they shrugged and did as the man suggested. They tossed their net out on the right side of the boat. It immediately filled up with so many fish that they couldn't even pull it into the boat. When that happened, they all looked back at the man on the shore, and one of the disciples probably John, nudged Peter and said, that's not just some guy from town, that's Jesus. And when Peter heard that, he jumped into the water and he swam back to the beach. The rest of the disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish. When they all reached the beach, Jesus was waiting for them. He had a campfire going and he was already cooking some fish and some bread. "'Bring some of the fish you caught,' he said. So Peter and the others dragged the net ashore. They counted the fish, all of them large fish, no little wimpy fish, big fish, and there were 153. There were so many fish, you would have expected the net to break, but it didn't. "'Come and have some breakfast,' Jesus said. And after they finished eating, Jesus beckoned for Peter to walk with him, and they walked along the water. Jesus said to Peter, Peter, do you really love me more than all these other guys? And Peter said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. And then he asked Peter, Peter, do you really love me? And Peter said, yes, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, take care of my sheep. And then Jesus asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? And this time Peter felt hurt because Jesus had asked him three times, do you love me? And Peter said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, Feed my sheep. This story from God's Word, just like all stories from God's Word, speaks to us because we are God's people. God gave us His Word so that we could learn from it. So when we hear stories from God's Word, it's good to wonder about them, to ask questions, and to talk about how God speaks to us in the story. I wonder how the story speaks to you. Let's talk about that. This is the time when I ask some questions, and you and your family can pause the podcast to answer them together. When you're finished, maybe you want to write something about what God said to you, or make up a song or a dance or paint a picture that describes how the story speaks to you about God. So here we go. Question one. Peter and the other disciples had seen Jesus in Jerusalem, so they knew he was alive, but it kind of seems like they weren't sure what to do next, and that's why they were hanging out on the beach and decided to go fishing. Has there ever been a time when you weren't sure what you were supposed to be doing? What happened? How did you figure out what to do? Question two. Jesus told Peter to feed his sheep and take care of his sheep. Did Jesus have a flock of sheep? What was he talking about? What did he want Peter to do? Question three. If we are Jesus' disciples too, just like Peter, Jesus probably wants us to feed and take care of his sheep too. Can you name some specific ways you could care for someone this week? You've probably already been trying help people during this stay-at-home time. Can you think of ways to help that you haven't done yet? Or new people to help? One of my favorite things about this story is something amazing that Jesus did, and it isn't the big noticeable thing that he did of having Peter and the other disciples catch a ton of fish after they caught nothing all night. No, it's something you might not have noticed. When Peter and the other disciples came to the beach with a load of fish, Jesus was already cooking some fish. Where'd he get his fish? It's kind of like in last week's story, when the tomb opened up and Jesus was already gone. He didn't need the angels' help to get out of the tomb, and he didn't need the fish that Peter and the others caught to make breakfast for them. Jesus is always doing amazing things. But did you notice the next thing? Jesus already had fish cooking, but when Peter and the others arrived with their fish, Jesus said, bring some of the fish you caught. Jesus had fish for everyone. He provided what his disciples needed, but he also wanted them to bring what they had and share it too. I think it's still the same with us. Jesus has all the power and ability to do whatever needs to be done, and he does provide for us with everything we need. But he wants us to participate in his work too. He wants to save the world, and he has all the power and ability to do it by himself. He could do it by himself, but he wants those of us who believe in him to be part of the mission. He wants us to be his partners using what we have, our gifts, and the things we like to do and the things we're good at to help spread the good news of God's kingdom. I wonder what you could add to the mission. I wonder what you can do the way that only you can do it that could help other people know who Jesus is. Have you ever had fish For breakfast, the way Jesus and the disciples did that morning? Have you ever had breakfast cooked over a campfire? When I was a little girl, on the Sunday after Easter, my whole church would have a fish breakfast in the park. We had a park in our town with a big pond, and the people from our church would gather at the park instead of at the church. We would sit at picnic tables near the pond and eat fish sticks for breakfast. We probably had other food, too, but what I remember is the fish sticks. We were kind of acting out the story of Jesus eating breakfast with his disciples, and we were celebrating that Jesus was alive. My dad was the preacher at my church, and after everybody had their breakfast, he would stand on the dock next to the pond and tell the story about Jesus having breakfast with his disciples near the sea. Sometimes there were people in the park who weren't part of our church, and they were invited to eat fish sticks too and listen to the story. That's part of feeding Jesus' sheep, sharing what we have with others, and telling them the good news story about Jesus. Now, since it's still the Easter season, you can keep celebrating that Jesus is alive. Why don't you try this with your family? Have a fish breakfast by the sea together. Cook up some fish or some fish sticks. Get some fresh bread and maybe some fruit. If you don't have any fish, you could cut some bread into fish shapes and pretend that it's fish. And if all else fails, you could eat goldfish crackers. And then you'll need a sea of water to eat by. If you happen to have a pool at your house, you could eat outside by the pool and pretend it's the sea. But even if you don't have a pool, you could spread out a blue sheet or a blanket for your pretend sea. Once you have your fish breakfast and your sea, sit down together and eat. Imagine that Jesus is with you. Pretend you're seeing Jesus for the first time after he died and then came back to life. What would you want to ask him? If this is the first time that Jesus is talking to you after he came back to life, what do you think he would want to tell you? Enjoy your breakfast with Jesus. Now before we end for today, let's pray. Risen Jesus, we are so grateful that you are alive. We love to read about and think about the amazing things you do. Thank you for asking us to help you tell the world about you and about God's kingdom. Teach us every day how we can be your partners. Forgive us when we just leave all the work to you and don't do the things you have asked us to do. And help us to remember that you love us every day, no matter what, and because you do, we have your power to go out in the world to love other people in your name. Amen.